I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. Recently at the McAllen Convention Center, the Texas Department of Transportation Border Trade Advisory Committee heard from several officials. Here's the remarks of FAR Bridge Director Luis Bassan. We're excited because today uh, we're here to tell you what we've been working on for, for so long, but a lot of this you know, we've been touting regionalism for a long time. And, uh, you know, as, as everybody was mentioning earlier, it all starts here, it all starts in the Rio Grande Valley because as we were talking earlier, we're part of the real place. We're not a metroplex, we're the real place. We're all these cities combined, both in the U.S. and Mexico, uh, on both sides of the border. And being at an international port of entry is crucial for regionalism because at the end of the day, as I've been saying here recently, you know, we will all benefit directly or indirectly from international trade and commerce, job creation, uh, future developments, and not just to attract the businesses, but retain the businesses, the industries, but also to sustain them for the long term. So then when we're gone, uh, our kids and their kids will be able to work a lot easier and it's not gonna be as difficult. But uh, with that in mind, um, I wanna talk about some of our projects. So you might have heard and, and I'm happy to also announce that back on July the 21st, we were at the Triple BXG or the Binational Bridges and Border Crossings Group meeting in DC. And we were able to go in front of the delegation for the first time pre-pandemic since the, since the pandemic because the last Triple BXG took place in FAR about a week before the pandemic hit sometime in March. Uh, so it was great to go back to DC and just talk about where we stand, our status of our projects. One of the biggest projects we have, and I'm just gonna go down the list here. Real quick, so there's a, there's several sets of projects that the Far Bridge and City Far has been working on. One of them is our DAP 15 project, and this is what it entails. It entails, uh, and, and why 2015? Because we were the first bridge to uh, actually submit projects under the uh, donations acceptance program that CBP created back in 2014. So it was really, so that's how long these projects take. It's five years just to get us to construction. Five years just planning it out and getting everything set up before we actually broke ground in 2015, November. Uh, I'm sorry, before we started, and we broke ground in, in uh, November of 2020 during the pandemic. And basically what this project consists of, and we're gonna be done with this project here at the end of August, early September, two commercial entry uh, lanes uh, for all commercial conveyances and two commercial exit lanes, also known as the second BSIF. Uh, connector. The second BSIF is basically uh, text dots or uh, DPS's border safety inspection facility. It's, a, it's one of a kind and uh, we can't get, you can't wait to get this open. Again, the project is about 99% complete and uh, construction currently working on correction of some uh, final uh, punch list items, uh, pending installation of generators and things of that nature and the, esti the estimated delivery on, on the entire project to be fully functional is by September of 2023. Obviously, we are relying on the state uh, to open the border safety inspection facility so that our second BSIF exit can actually work uh, in accordance to the plan and have a bit 30% uh, more capacity inside the port for all those conveyances that, not, that do, do not need to be seen by CDP, anything that's vetted or certified by the federal government. Uh, these, just some project photographs real quick. Okay, perfect. I have two, two pointers. 
So these are just some project photographs. Again, we're excited to finally be wrapping up this project after so many years. Like anything, the change orders, the weather delays, uh, back in April, May, we had a lot of uh, uh, nasty weather, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of water, so a lot of that delayed the construction as well. And then we move on to DAP 16. So DAP 16, again, why? Because that's when we signed the MOU with GSA and CDP. And that it basically entails an addition to the actual uh, import lot. So we're expanding the dock, the dry dock. We're also uh, going to be constructing a new coal inspection facility, which is going to be four times the size of what we currently have. Currently, we have about 3,500 square feet. And then on top of that, a regional ag training center and laboratory. Why regional? Because at the end of the day, and Dante was pointing to this earlier, you know, a lot of the produce, 65, about roughly about 65% of the, of, the, of the nation's produce, uh, actually the state average is 65%, about 33% is for the nation that crosses through FAR, and that continues. Right now we're doing about 18,000 shipments a month. You're looking at about 200,000 shipments of fresh produce uh, that originates from Mexico that's crossing through FAR. Uh, berries, avocados, tomatoes, a lot of these a lot of these products that we consume on a day-in, day-out basis. And for this project, uh, you know, it's basically, again, going to expand the current operation inside the import lot. We have a letting date of fall of 2023, so very quickly now before we wrap, we wrap up the end of this calendar year, we'll be uh, letting on this project, and we can start construction on this project as early as first quarter 2024. So again, just exciting things that that are that uh, that are that are coming to to to, uh, to the region, and, and and with that note, you know the biggest project. You know we're the only city that's going to be constructing a second span. What do I mean by second span? We're going to be building another bridge, a twin bridge, if you will, another three three miles of bridge between Mexico and the U.S. Yes, that's how long the bridge is. And Mexico has actually already started construction of the projects. Matter of fact, you're gonna see a picture here right now. Back in March of this year, we hosted a groundbreaking ceremony with the delegation, uh, the federal delegation, mostly from Mexico, because that's where we started with this project uh, back in 2019. And we hosted a groundbreaking celebration on the US side of the border to celebrate the initiation or the, the actual start of construction for Mexico. So what this entails again, 100% added capacity, four more lanes of traffic with two connecting lanes, uh, one on the U.S. side, one on the, one on the Mexico side for contingency purposes and just to, for better traffic flow. Uh, but we're excited about this project. Uh, and this is the meeting that, that took place outside of the, the facilities there at the Far Bridge. Uh, I think we had at least about 200, 250 people in attendance. Uh, and it was a, a, a round table similar to what you see here, but it was outside and uh, it was very well received and everybody got to share the importance of, again, regional border trade, because at the end of the day, as we've been touting, you know, it's a global economy. Far Bridge alone, even though Mexico is our number one trading partner, we're trading with over 90 countries. And on Thursday, I invite everybody, this is another regional approach that we're taking in FAR. We're hosting our Industrial Warehouse Summit Part 2. It's a series that we started back in April because of the need for industrial warehouse space. But we're doing it for the region. As a matter of fact, we invited all the economic development corporations of the Valley, or the main ones actually, to participate in this. And sooner than later, we're going to actually be moving this this industrial warehouse summit, we're gonna be moving it around to some of the different cities because we want everybody to be a part of the game.
So again, just some of the milestones on, on this project. The presidential permit, it was granted back in December of 2020. You know, what's unique about this is that, you know, we were able to take advantage of legislation at the time during the uh, executive, an executive order uh, by the, uh, on behalf of the White House, where no longer the presidential process went directly to the Department of State. And we actually took advantage of that, and we were able to get our permit in 60 days. We got the idea from Laredo, they had released, they had given the permit to Kansas City Southern uh, without environmental, without, without environmental clearance, without designs, and we said, hey, they must be doing something right, why can't we do it? So we got together with our engineers, with our consultants, and we were able to get it done again in a matter of about 60 days. And again, uh, the letting, you know, we, we have letting, uh, Mexico already started their construction, we will start construction is spring, early spring of 2024 and will be done by the fall of 2025. Just some of the plans and some of the future milestones. This is the construction that's taking place in Mexico right now. They're precasting the beams and as you can see they've already started on the pillars themselves. They have about a, half, a mile and a half of project on their end and it's a mile and a half of project on our end. You're looking at about a hundred million dollars of projects right there, just the, just the bridge expansion. And real quick, just before I forget, because this is something I have to mention. So the 20 million for DAP 16, this was part of Rider 11B uh, uh, through the state uh, funding mechanism. Also the presidential permit, again, as I mentioned, in 60 days. SB 2243, this was the Hail Mary bill filed on May the 1st, uh, and it provides an exemption from the commission approval for the reconstruction or improvement of an existing bridge. So again, far leading the way when it comes to regionalism. SB 1334, that's our DAP bill, and it allows city and county owned bridges, so that's just where Pizza Pumila comes in, uh, to toll bridges to use uh, uh, the bonds, use as assets that would be donated to the federal government, and then the 20 million that we recently got uh, during this 80th legislature uh, for the appropriation for the bridge expansion. So we're excited about the future. Again, we are touting regionalism. We're actually getting it done, but there's a lot of work ahead. We thank you on behalf of our mayor, Dr. Rosa Hernandez, uh, for this opportunity. Mayor Villalobos, thanks again. Madam Chair, Ma Ma Madam Secretary, and Chairman Amidi, thanks. Thank you again for, for your time, for the opportunity. While you were talking, and, and, and he was telling me, he was sitting here promoting well, projects, <laughs> telling me how important. I just want to verify this number. Yes. One more time. Go ahead. What percentage of produce goes too far for international? So for the state, uh, and I'll, uh, Dante's here to correct me if I'm wrong, but it's about 65% for the state, about 33% for the nation. That is absolutely. Did I get it right, Dante? Of all the state's produce. Come through the Far Bridge. Wow. Yes, ma'am. You can put that on a t shirt. <laughs> As a matter of fact, the City of Far is working uh, on the Avocado Festival, which is scheduled for sometime on, in October, yeah. I believe, October 21st. Wow. And we're excited also because that same week on Thursday, we're doing the start of the produce season. We've had, this is our 10th year, 10 year anniversary on the start of the produce season. Uh, I've seen a lot of people there throughout the years, and we welcome you this year as well. Thank you, and that is just incredible. I was talking to the commissioner about, uh, I remember when there wasn't a bridge. Or there was a bridge, it was just a little bridge. But yeah, that is absolutely phenomenal. Mr. Mead, uh, Chairman Mead mentioned something about graduating high school. 
when I graduated high school, uh, I graduated in 1993. The bridge opened in 1994. 94. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. So thank you again, everybody. That was FAR Bridge Director Luis Basan speaking at a recent meeting of the Border Trade Advisory Committee. Other officials that addressed the committee included City of McAllen, Superintendent of International Bridges, Juan Olaguibel, Port of Brownsville Director Eddie Campirano, and the Executive Director Cameron County RMA Pete Sepulveda. Listen to their remarks only in the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. I'm Mario Munoz reporting. <laughs>